Good evening to those who are in social media land. This is Grace and Faith Fellowship coming to you with our message for this week. Uh, we come to you every Saturday at 7 p.m. You can also catch our Bible study, which we um, do live stream on Thursdays at 7 p.m. You can do it through Facebook. You can also do it through on YouTube. And so we're going to continue on this journey about we're talking about for the last several weeks, we've been talking about I surrender all. What does that mean? What does it encompass? And we've been tackling it from different perspectives, you know, um, surrendering your life to Jesus, um, doing what God tell you to do, being sensitive to his voice and to um, what he wants versus what we want. And we talked about how um, we had to give up a lot of things, you know, a lot of things in order to surrender. But last week we talked about surrendering. Um, I think we surrendering our lives to God's. We had to make room for peace. So when we surrender things, we surrender to make room for peace. Okay, so we don't want anything to disturb our peace. Okay, so I'm tackling it from a different perspective. This last part, we got about maybe about three, two or three more weeks of this, but we don't want anything. Sometimes we have to surrender things that's getting in our way in order to get what God has for us. Okay, and so therefore we have to understand that this is what um, God wants us to do. Surrendering is really a thing that we have to do, you know, in order to, for God to bless us and have the things that we, God has made available to us. That's okay. And so last week we talked about, you know, surrendering fear to make room for peace. That's what we want. And so therefore, um, when we surrender the fear that's in our lives, okay, when we surrender the fear that's in our lives, we make room for peace. And that's what we want. So we don't want to live a life in fear. Okay. Fear, we know, will paralyze you and keep you from doing things. So so when we surrender the fear, we make room for peace. We talk about God gives us the peace that surpasses all understanding. And so therefore, we want to get fear out of our life. He says, the scripture says, we said last week, God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. So this week, we want to talk about surrendering distraction to make room for what truly is important. We want to surrender distractions. We know life is full of distractions, especially in this day and time. Everything around us, okay, is just trying is to get out there fighting for our attention. And the thing we want to challenge you tonight is, can you stay focused? Can you stay focused with all everything that's going on in the world, in your personal life, in your family life, and 
you know, with your children, with all that's going on, wars and rumors of wars, um, these things, the enemies come to distract you and take your eye off the things of God. So I want to start with this particular scripture. Okay, start with this particular scripture, Proverbs 4 and 25. We want to start there. It says, it says, look straight ahead and fix your eyes on what lies before you. Look straight ahead. Okay, because what? Things to the left to the side is going to distract you, okay? So we want to look straight ahead, okay, and, and fix your eyes on what lies before you. That's what Proverbs 4 and 25 says. Okay, I'm going to read it from a different um, translation. Um, 4 and 25. I'm reading from the Amplified. 4 and 25. And it, and it reads this way. It says, let your eyes look directly ahead toward the path of moral courage. Okay, well, I read 20 more courage and let and let your gaze be fixed straight in front of you toward the path of integrity so we look in it makes it very specific here toward the path of moral courage so it's talking about here living a moral life and living a a life of integrity because one thing when you stay focused you live a life of integrity you live a life of courage okay and so but it says, look straight ahead and fix your eyes on what lies before you. You know, I heard somebody say that that's why your windshield is bigger than your rearview mirror. Why? Because it's more important where you looking where you're going versus looking behind you. Every now and then you'll glance at your rearview mirror just to see what's behind you. But you're more focused on what's in front of you. Okay. That's why your windshield is so big, because it gives you a bigger view, okay, of what's in front of you, because they understand that's more important versus the real view, which is very small, which is, hey, because what what's behind you is in the past, but what's before you, that's where you're going. So pay attention to where you're going. So we see distractions, okay? In, in today's world, it is amazing we, we can't get anything done when the what around us is flying a million miles an hour and it's begging for our attention. Everything around us is begging for our attention. Things are going, like going so fast. Things are moving so fast. We see different things. We see violence all around us and, you know, diseases and things. And everything is begging for your attention, yours and mine. So distractions can hold us back. Uh, make us miss deadlines, cause us to, to forget our goals, or make us lose sight of who we are as people. So think about what distraction does. Listen to this. It can hold you back. Is, is something in your life holding you back right now? Distract, you being distracted is holding you back. Okay, is it, is it making you miss deadlines? Nobody likes to miss deadline. Why? Because we know time, we can't get that back. You cannot get time back. Once it's gone, that's it. You can make more money. You can't make more time. Okay, so we it distracts us, miss deadlines. 
it causes us to forget about our goals. I don't know for me, sometimes when I'm, you know, on my cell phone and, you know, I go to my cell phone to do something specific, but then you know how you get a message or some type of news thing pop up on your phone and, and before you know it, you're looking at that and you done spent maybe 10, 15 minutes looking at that when, you know, I didn't even tend to look at that. And you find you then I say, oh man, you know what? I forgot what I was supposed to be doing. So it'll make you forget your goals. Cause we always you should have goals set in your life. It'll make you forget though. It says, and you lose sight of who we are as a people. Some people have lost themselves and all the distractions that's going around them. We have death going on around. I mean, people maybe in your personal life have died and have distracted you and it's and you find yourself detoured off of the goal that you was trying to achieve because you're mourning, you know, and you got to take time to mourn. But you find yourself maybe mourning longer than what you intended to do. You know, and so therefore you got distracted. So so we understand when we got the, when these things happen, when that happens, we can start living in life where. We never plan to live because we forget about what's truly important. So that's what we're talking about. We, we want to uh, surrender distractions so we can focus and make room for what's really important in our lives. So the thing is, what's really important, the things we have to focus on, you need to ask yourself, what's really important? Is the thing that distracted me more important than where I'm going? So you have to get rid of the Distract, you have to surrender the distractions so you can focus on and make room for what's really important. So that's what we want to do tonight. We want to um, find out and really focus in on what's truly important in our lives. What is the thing that we need to focus? What is the thing that we need to prioritize that's really important? Because like I said, it says here, we, you find yourself living life you never, you know, thought you live because you forgot what's truly important. So that's what it, what the distraction would do. It'll make you forget what's truly important in your life. You know, sometimes we forget about people, the people that we love because, well, we got distracted by something in our life. Maybe it happened, some type of tragedy, whatever the case may be, the job, whatever the case may be. It has distracted you. And so we want to get you back on focus, you know, on focus on what's truly important. So distractions and focus do not coexist together. They We can't live with both. So I wanted you to pay attention to that statement. You know, distracting people, they can't coexist. You cannot be distracted, distracted and focused at the same time. Either you're one or the other. And we want to be focused, you know, in this day and time with all this going on. I know you may say well, it's tough. Well, that's why we say as a Christian, if you're a believer, we have the advantage. What do we have? We have the Holy Spirit. He is our advantage. The world don't have that. And if you're not saved tonight, I pray that you you become saved and set me correct to save it. And then he comes living inside of you and gives you the ability to focus on the things that's most important. But distraction and focus can't coexist. 
you either are distracted by something or someone, or you are focused on thing. I heard somebody saying, you got to be laser focused. So you can't live in both at the same time, simultaneously. You have to either be focused or either you are distracted. So the question I want to ask you tonight is what distracts you? And I want you to be honest with yourself. What distracts you from most importantly, and this we say, well, we want to um, surrender distracting to make room for what's truly important. So you define what's truly important. So what's distracting you from what's truly important? And we're going to find out what's truly important when we begin talking. So what's distracting you? What takes your eyes off of the prize? Okay, what's taking your eyes off of the prize, the thing that God has called you to do? What is it, money? What is it, tragedy, circumstance, fear, as we talked about? Okay, fear can be a distraction. Everything. So we don't want to be distracted. So each day, uh, our goal is to do, I want to talk about three things. Three things tonight. We're going we're gonna to focus on those. Three things. Each day, our goal, your goal and mine, is to focus, to execute, and to finish. There's those three things we're going to deal with tonight. We want to focus, we want to execute it, and then we want to finish it. It is a choice you have to make day by day. It's an everyday thing. This is not just a one-time thing. It is a everyday thing. You got to do these three things. You got to focus. You got to execute. You got to finish. Okay. So step one. So we're talking about focus. Okay. Focus. That's step one to focus. Focus on who you are in Christ and who you are called to be by Christ. So that's what we want to focus on tonight. So you may ask, well, what do I focus on? You want to focus on who you are in Christ and who you are called to be by Christ. So what are we talking about here? I want to give you a word. We're talking about identity. That's what we're talking about. That's what we're talking about. We're talking about focus on your identity. Who are you in Christ? And who has God called you to be in Christ? What are you called to be by Christ? Those are things we're going to focus on. Because we are not alone in our distractions. Okay. I'm saying here's Paul. Paul said in Acts, we're going to read Acts chapter 20, 24. Here's what it says. It says, and see, now I go bound in the spirit to Jerusalem. Not knowing the things, what will happen to me there, except the Holy Spirit testifies in every city, saying that chains and tribulation await me. But none of these things move me, nor do I count my life dear to myself, so that I may finish my race with joy. And the ministry which I received from the Lord Jesus to testify to the gospel of the grace of God. So here's what Paul says. Listen to what he says. This is pretty strong. He says, hey, 
I see I go bound in the spirit. I go not knowing the things that will happen to me, except the Holy Spirit testified in the city, saying that change will await me. So the Holy Spirit had revealed to him that chains and tribulation with him. So he's saying, okay, I know that I'm going to go through some stuff. I know I am. I know that I'm going to be persecuted for preaching the gospel. I'm going to be put in chains. I'm going to be put in jail. But he knows this. This is what he said. He said he knows. He says, but none of these things move me. He was focused. Man, Paul was really, really focused. He says, nor do I count my life dear to myself. He was laser focused. He says, I understand that these are things are coming to distract me from striking from what? From preaching from the gospel. But Paul knew who he was in Christ. He said, see, if you know who you are in Christ, you you know, tempts, distractions are not going to keep you distracted. I'm not going to say you're never going to distract because they're things, but they're not going to keep you distracted. When you know who you are in Christ, when you know your mission, when you know what you've been called to do, when you know who you are in Christ and who you are called by to be in Christ. So focus on who you are in Christ because Paul understood that he knew. He says, even though I know I'm going to go through tribulations, even though I know that, hey, that when I go to these cities and I preach the gospel, I'm going to be um, persecuted. He was stoned, shipwrecked, you know, whipped with a can of um, nine tails. He was whipped for all those things. But he says, none of them things going to move me. He says, hey, I'm focused. Even though I understand what I got to go, I'm focused. He said, I count not my life dear, so that I may finish my race with joy. And the ministry which I received from the Lord Jesus to testify to the grace, to the gospel of grace of God. He says, hey, he said, I'm going to finish my race. See, I want you to know that when you understand who you are, things won't distract you. They won't keep you distracted. He knew who he was. So you got to stay focused on who. So that is the key to surrendering to distractions. Surrendering to distractions. That's, that's how you surrender to distractions. It is to focus on who you are in Christ. Know your identity. Know who you are. Know that you are the head and not the tail. Above and not beneath. You are the righteous of God in Christ Jesus. Know that you are the healed. That you are delivered that you have been set free, that you are a new creation in Christ. Know those things and keep them in the forefront of your mind because when distractions come, they're going to say something else. They're going to say, you're not healed. You're not delivered. You know what? You're not going to stay married. You know what? Your kids ain't going to, it's not going to serve the Lord. Your kids are going not going to be what you call me, what you put into it. they're not going to do what you put in that's what is that's what the other voice is going to say uh voices of the world they said they can tell you you're going to fail you you're going to make it but when you stay focused on who you are in christ jesus you'll be like paul here he says hey 
It doesn't matter. These things are not going to move me. That, I love that. That's powerful. You need to declare that with me right now. These things, whatever's going on in my life, is not going to move me. Nothing's going to move me. Nothing is going to take me away from what God has called me to do. Nothing's going to steal my identity or make me doubt who I am in Christ Jesus. Nothing's going to move me. Nothing at all. Because I understand who I am in Christ Jesus. And guess what? Nothing's going to change who you are. When God spoke a word into your life, when God tells us who we are through the word, okay, that's not going to change. No matter what comes, no matter, even though sickness is in your body right now, you need to declare that you are the heal. Even though, you know, your finances are tight right now, you declare that, hey, I am prosperous. Because the word said so. And then you, you're going to see the manifestation. Why? Because what you're doing is you're sowing seeds. Every time you speak and declaring that, oh, you're sowing seeds. And those seeds are going to grow. But remember who you are in Christ. And do not be moved. Stand, you need to stand strong. Let me speak it on like I declare and decree that you stand strong in the midst of terrible, bad, maybe harsh circumstances. Stand strong. Remember who you are in Christ. So step number one is stay focused. Stay focused on what? Stay focused on who you are in Christ. Stay focused on who you are in Christ. Remember who you are in Christ and do not, let me say that. You need to say this to me. Do not, I will not be moved. I'm not going to be moved. I'm going to stand strong. I'm going to stand strong. So step, step number one is focus. Focus on who you are in Christ Jesus. Step number two is to execute. Now that I'm focused, now that I'm focused, we're talking about surrender distractions. I'm going to surrender these distractions, okay, so I can focus on and I can make room for what's truly important. So the first step is focus on who you are in Christ Jesus. Step number two, execute. You got to execute it then after you stay focused. Know what I'm focused on and then begin to walk this thing out. It's easy for you to fall into a, to the trap of feeling like your life will be better if you just gave up and let the distractions take over. And see, that's maybe you, maybe you like that. Maybe you said, you know, I have just let distractions take over. You've been through the pandemic. You had hard times. Maybe you lost a job and you just got, you know, maybe you were starting a business, the business was front and you lost your business in the midst of the pandemic. And now you don't believe that you can start over. Well, I got news for God is speaking to you right now and says, you know what? You can start over. And not only start over, but you're going to be greater than where you were before. But it's so easy to allow your feelings to get in the way and, you know, just give in and let distractions take over. You know, even when you're struggling in your marriage and things are going tough and things, you so it's so easy to say, you know what, I quit. I give up. This ain't working. I've been trying. I'm doing everything I know how to do, you know, with your finances, everything with, my, with your children you've been doing everything you've been praying you've been fasting you know you're praying tongues you pray in english you know you're doing everything you know how to do 
and it seems like nothing's getting better. Okay, but you got to continue to execute, execute what? Execute the word of God. Okay, that you have stay in the word. Once again, still know who you are and then begin to execute. It is in these moments when you feel like this now, when you feel like I just want to let the strike table that you remember that you cannot it says, serve two masters. And that's what um, Matthews 6.24. Now, in the context of that scripture, okay, it's talking about money. You can't serve God and man, which is man, which means the spirit of money. But for this particular message, it means you can't, I want to, uh, you allow me, two gods, you have distractions, okay? And you also have, let me go back and see what do we have. You have distractions and you have focus, okay? So which one are you going to focus on? You're going to, you're going to give in to distractions or you're going to give in to the things of God. You can't serve. You can't remember. We said you can't do both. You know, they can't coexist. Those are two gods we're talking about. We're talking about distractions and folk. Remember, we said earlier, distraction folk can't coexist. You can't live in both. So for this particular message we're talking about, even though Matthew 20 is talking about money, God and money, but for this message, we're talking about distractions or and Jesus. Because we focus on Jesus. You cannot serve both. They can't coexist. So you have to decide on who you're going to surrender to. You're going to surrender to your distractions, or are you going to surrender in the to the person of Jesus Christ and what he's calling you and your identity in him? So you, you can't have the life you truly want while giving in to distractors around you. Okay. You can't have that life. You can't have the abundant life that Jesus talked about. He said, I come that you may have a life and have it more abundantly. You can't have that and give it in to distractors around you. Can't have both. In these moments, this is what it says. It says in we read Matthew's chapter six, verse 33. It says, seek first the kingdom of God. And all these things be added to you. So we use it by, by saying a prayer and, and reading uh, Bible verses. This is how we execute. Okay, so I'm focused on who I am in Christ Jesus. And then I execute it by praying the prayer of faith and standing on the scriptures that's in the word that fits my situation. Because everybody's, you know, your situation is not made different from mine. You find your scripture to stand on, and this is how you execute, you know, and make sure that you surrender distractions and begin to execute the word of God and speak it over your life and begin to walk in it. And if God gives you something to do, you do it. You know, you do it. You ask God to show you how to walk this thing out, but you want to execute. Okay, so seek first the kingdom of God. So I'm seeking God on what to do and how to do it. Lord, I'm staying focused on you. I know who I am in Christ. Now you show me how to walk it. That's what execution is. Because even in football, they give you the plan. They, you, they give you the game plan and how to beat your opponent. 
And then what on whatever day you play, whether it's Friday night, Saturday night, the team has to go out there and execute what the coach has planned all week long. This is what God did us. He what he do? He gave us the word. He gave us the word that says, hey, I've given you everything you need for this life and the life to come. Now that I've given you the tools, because that's what a good coach do. They give you the tools to go out and execute what you've been learning all week long. Guess what? Same thing with you. Yeah, you meditate on these scriptures. Now you go out and execute what you've been studying all week long. Or that morning when you get up in the morning, you pray your prayer and you meditate on the scripture, you go out and execute it. You tell you, I'm going to have a good day. No matter what distractions I have, you know, if a customer get on my nerves, you know what? I'm not going to get I'm going to have a good day. I'm going to stay focused on what God called me. I'm not going to allow anxiety to come in, frustration to come in, you know, anger to come in. You know what? I'm going to focus on you because I know who I am in Christ Jesus. And just like Paul, I'm not going to let none of these things move me. I'm not going to do it. So you got to stand strong. So number one, you got to stay focused. Focus on who you are in Christ Jesus. Number two, execute. Execute by reading the word, studying the word, and begin to walk it out and ask God to give you the ability. Because we're seeking the kingdom. And all is right. He said all other things will be added unto you. That's Matthew 6 and 33. And number three. Number three tonight is so we, we're focused. We're going to execute. And number three is we're going to finish. Because there's no sense in doing all, but staying focused. Hey, you got to finish strong. That's why I declare you like that. You're going to finish strong. We are going to finish strong. Distractions are all around us. And this is the time to get rid of them, to really focus on what is truly important. So, I said we're going to surrender distractions to focus on what's truly important. So what is truly important? And we know Jesus, but I want to give it another word because this is who he is. We want to focus on love. That's what's truly important. So I want to surrender distractions. And I want to focus on what's truly important. And the most important thing is love. Because the Bible even says in Corinthians, says all these things, the greatest is love. So love, uh, first of all, you love God, love others, and love yourself enough by not wasting you, wasting the day in the mindless distractions that take away from what's truly important. Love, love God first. And when you love God, God's going to give you the ability to love other people, even the unlovable. And then the most important, love yourself. Because it is possible for you to love God and not love yourself. And I want to speak that to somebody like, you know that God loves you, but you don't love yourself. You don't love yourself. 
with all you've been through and you're focusing on, we talked about the word focus, you're focused on your failures, you're focused on your ability, you focus on all your shortcomings. And God says, that's not who you are. Remember, we talked about focusing on your identity. So stop focusing on how you failed, all the mistakes, and stop focusing on why other people don't love you. Okay. Well, you know, I try to be a nice person. Take your focus off that and love yourself. That's right. Love your imperfect self. (laughs) Because guess what? God loves your imperfect self. I know I'm speaking to somebody. God loves all of your imperfections. But guess what? When you yield your life to him, he would turn those imperfections around and perfect you. And you overcome all of the flaws that you have. Once again, you're never going to be perfect. But guess what? You're going to get better as you focus on who you are in Christ Jesus. As you begin to execute, when you believe in who he says you are, then you're going to begin to walk that thing out. And it's a day-to-day thing. Once again, this is day-to-day. This is not overnight. This is day-to-day, every day getting up and saying, you know what? I'm going to have a great day. Nothing is going to, you got to get up. I, I, this is why I love what Paul said in Acts 12. I want to read again. He says, hey, that none of these, I like this, I'm sketching. He says that knowing the things that will happen to me, except the Holy Spirit testifies in every city, saying that chains and tribulations with me, He says, but none of these things move me. And nor do I count my life dear to myself. He said, but I'm going to finish my race with joy. I love that when he says, none of these things are going to move me. You've got to be stand you gotta take that stance tonight i declare you take that stance tonight that says none of these things that's going on in my life is gonna move it's not gonna take my focus off of who i am christ it's not gonna make me take my focus off love loving god loving people and loving myself because this is the most important thing that's why god said the greater that he said now faith hope and charity, which is love. Now, faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of these is love. Why? Because love conquers everything. It conquers everything. So he said, don't waste the day on mind's distractions that take away from what's truly important. We start the day strong. Guess what? And you're going to finish the day strong. See, don't let mindless things. We do that. We allow stuff. People get on our nerves and stuff like that. And I'm guilty of it. But don't let those things distract you. So what, what somebody did to you, okay? You know, maybe a customer was rude to you. You said, you know, you let that go. Let that go. Don't let that mess up your day. Okay? Not saying you're not hurt by it. But you know what? Learn how to get over that quickly. Learn how if somebody says something to hurt your feelings, learn how, and I'm still learning. It's, I ain't perfect at it, but 
Learn how to get over that quickly and say, you know, I'm not going to let them, but I'm going to finish my day strong. I'm going to start strong and I'm going to finish my day strong. So I just want to finish this um, message tonight by just lifting up about three more scriptures, which bring that to the point. And Proverbs um, 3 and 6. And I'm going to, you know, read Proverbs 3 and 6. It says, in all that ways, acknowledge him. And he will make your path straight. This is what it says. In all that way, acknowledge him. And he will make your path straight. And so let's go. I want to read it from the Amplifier. Okay. From the Amplified verse, in all that way, not that he would make your path straight. The Amplified verse says, in all your, your ways, know, acknowledge, and recognize him. Remember, we're talking about identity. So in order to get your identity, you got to know, acknowledge, and recognize him. And he will make your path straight and smooth. See, when distractions come to make your path rough. It says, I love what it says here. It says, he will make your path straight and smooth. Guess what? Removing obstacles that block your way. See, that's what distractions do. Distractions are obstacles blocking your way. They're blocking your way. And he said that when you acknowledge him, when you focus, we're talking about focus, that's what that first part says. In all your ways, know, acknowledge, and recognize him. That's focus. He will make your path straight. Now, you're able to execute because he, when you recognize him, he's making your path smooth, removing all obstacles that block your way. This is what he's doing. We don't, the stuff that's in your way, we speak to stuff. We speak to and declare in the name of Jesus. I command you, sickness, get out of my body. I command you uh, to your, speak to your children. I command you to line up with the word of God. Speak to your jobs. I speak to your wallets. I command prosperity in my life in the name of Jesus. Things that's blocking your way. When you focus on, when you understand who you are, you, you stop, you, you will Walk in your authority and begin to declare the things of the Lord, the God, the things that God has promised you. Okay. So the next scripture is Psalms 119 and 37. Okay. It says, this is what it says. It says, turn my eyes from looking at worthless things and give me life in your way. He said, turn my eyes from worthless things. Once again, I'm not surrendering to distraction. I'm taking my eyes off my distraction and turn to focus on Jesus. Focus on Jesus and what he has to me. Turn my eyes. This is the psalm says, turn my eyes away from worthless things. So don't spend your time on worthless things. We 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 live in this um, social media age, and we're looking at things that's worthless. And if you spend your time, let me say this: if you spend your time looking at a lot of things that's worthless, that's 
um, take um, you away from the things of God. Take your focus off of what God's word says and what really matters in your life. Take your eyes off of love. Okay. It says you, you can pray that prayer. God, um, turn my eyes away from worthless things. Allow me to stay focused. Because I love you so much. You need help on that. And I, we all need help. But as praying as God, God, I believe what your word says, that I can stay focused. It says that he is the author and the finisher of our faith. That's what that's what uh, Hebrews says, 12. Looking unto Jesus, who is the author and the finisher of it. Looking unto him. So it says, turn my, my eyes away from worthless things and give my life, give me life in your way. I just want to read that from the um, Amplified Version. Um, we're going to look at that. Psalms 119. And 37. And I love what it says in, in Amplifier. It says, turn my eyes away from vanity. All those worldly, meaningless things that what? Distract. Okay. He says, turn my eyes from all these worldly, meaningless things that distract. Now, I love what it says because not all worldly things are bad. Okay, but he says, from all the world is many things that's going to distract me and let your priorities be mine. Oh, I love that. Let your priorities be mine. You ought to be prioritizing what God prioritizes. That's what we want to focus. We want to say, whatever God considers a priority, that's what our priority is. And you say, God, God show me what you um, want me to prioritize in my life so that I may glorify you. Whatever that is, God, you show me. Because I want to, whatever's important to you, want to be important to me. Your lifestyle, how you spend your money, how much, how you give your money, the people that's in your life. That's what you you asking God to Turn, turn my eyes away from that. All those things, all those worldly, meaningless things that distract and let your priorities be mine and restore me with renewed energy in your way. See, I, somebody, your, your energy need to be restored. So thank, and thank you. Yeah, I thank God that your energy is being restored right now in the name of Jesus. Renewing your energy, restore with renewed energy in your way. Because maybe with all distractions, you've lost your energy. You've lost your zeal to serve God, your enthusiasm. You used to be excited about serving God, but through everything that you've been through, you've lost it. I could declare energy that you get that enthusiasm back and begin to serve God with enthusiasm. And he is your priority. And the last scripture tonight is 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13. And it says, no temptation 
has overtaken you that is not common to man. God is faithful and he will not let you be tempted beyond your ability. But with the temptation, he will also provide the way of escape that you may be able to endure it. So this is what temptation was. That's what temptation does. Temptation, what is what is the distraction? What temptation have you allowed to distract you? He said, but it's nothing that's, that's not common to man. So what you going through, the temptation that you have, the thing that you're struggling with, then it's not common. It's nothing new. It may seem new. You may seem like you're all by yourself, but it's nothing new. But guess what? God said he is faithful. I love that. He said, what's distracting? Temptation is distracting. What's distracting? God says, whatever distracting you, it's nothing new. It's not so big that he can't give you the ability to conquer. He said he's faithful. He will not allow you to be tempted beyond your ability. So whatever temptation has a hold, has this grip on you, God says he has given you the ability to conquer it through Jesus Christ. He's, he's already provided the way of escape. So your prayer is, God, I thank you for giving me the ability to overcome this temptation, this thing that I'm fighting with, because God, I thank you for providing me. Show me the way of escape, because I know you've already provided a way to get out. He said that you may be able to endure it. So whatever distract, whatever temptation that distract you right now, in the name of God, I declare that we break that bond over your life, that thing that has you bound, that thing that has this hold over you, where it's addiction, where it's um, some type of mindset that you have that's taking you away from the thing of God, that's distracting you from fulfilling the call that God has in your life. We speak to that right now in the name of Jesus, and we declare you set free. But I love this because, hey, Distractions, as I say, are all around us, all around you in there. But like, be like Paul tonight. None of it's going to move me. Nothing's going to move me. It would be nice if we could live a life where we had no distractions. It would be nice. But God knew that. But God says... He has given us the ability to overcome anything in our life. But how did you do that? You stay focused on who you are in Christ Jesus. You execute it. Once you embrace right in it, execute it. And guess what? You finish strong. You finish strong. Why? By knowing what's important. And what is important? Love. The love of God. Loving him. Loving others and loving yourself. Once again, we thank God for you listening tonight, and we thank you for you just receiving tonight. I, I believe this this these, these series of messages are helping somebody. It's definitely helping me, and I pray that you just begin to receive God's word. Whatever has you distracted, okay, you can be set free tonight. Surrender those distractions and make room for what's important so that you may be all that God called you to be. Once again, we thank you for listening. Pray that you've been a blessing to you. I pray that you will share with somebody who 
needs to hear this. And we will be back to you again next week on another installment of I Surrender. Thank you again and bye-bye.